0: From the newsroom of South Coast today, this is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome back to the Courtside with Kurt podcast. I'm the Standard Times digital editor, Brendan Curie, and alongside longtime courts and cops reporter, Kurt Brown. Thanks for sitting down with me, Kurt.
1: Uh, thank you, Brendan, for uh, doing the podcast with me.
0: Absolutely, unfortunately we have a very sad case to talk about today A very tragic incident Uh, The first murder of the year Mm -hmm. in New Bedford occurred on January 22nd Uh, The victim was Chantel Bruno, a 34-year-old Wareham woman Who'd been living in New Bedford for a couple of months And on January 20, on the night of January 22nd uh, She was stabbed to death Allegedly by Robert Viveros, a 47-year-old who lived at 387 Ashley Boulevard uh, Kenneth Rourke, who is 45 of 66 Birchwood Drive, and then uh, they did it was a third arrest of a woman who was not involved in the actual murder, Olivia Alves, 29, also of 387 Ashley Boulevard. Uh, so, Kurt, you were at the uh, arraignment mm-hmm. for this, and there was a lot of information came out, kind of about motive. And what might have led to this uh, stabbing? she was stabbed forty-nine times. So.
1: That is correct.
0: What uh, was? Uh, what were some of the uh, the motives, or what was the background here?
1: Well, the uh, according to the court documents, the um, uh, uh, the state police. Um, quoted the medical examiner's office as saying she was uh, stabbed forty nine times she was stabbed in the neck the head the breast the back uh... some of the stab wounds were ten inches deep the width was a half to an inch and a half uh, the victim could have survived between five to ten minutes after the stabbing and she died because of uh, blood loss uh,
0: mm-hmm very sad very
1: very sad sad indeed um so so now she uh the address for robert
0: Viveros Mm -hmm. is is the same as where she was living Mm -hmm. and that i think has something to do with what police believe or prosecutors believe the motive was
1: correct um the victim uh, was living in the third floor apartment across from Viverus and uh, Viverus's uh, girlfriend, uh, Olivia... Uh, Alves. Alves, that's correct. Yep.
0: Um, this is on Ashley Boulevard. It's uh, about two blocks or so mm-hmm. um, from Lincoln Elementary School, near the what? Enterprise Rent-A-Car, if anyone's aware. Right.
1: Um, it... When you read the court documents, um, Bruno was uh, living in an apartment uh, uh, rented by her boyfriend, uh, who worked in Boston during the week, and um, the boyfriend would go up to Brockton and stay there from uh, Monday to Friday, come home on the weekends and, and uh, stay with her. She had been there for about two and a half months. Uh, prosecutors in this case said that this was a um, uh, an escalating uh, neighbor uh, dispute. Um, the Um, victim had a a small dog. The um, uh, suspect, one of the suspects in this case uh, had two pit bulls uh, who uh, lived with him um, and they were constantly fighting. The uh, prosecutor in this case said that um, Mr. Viveras complained about her dog barking as well as uh, um, loud music uh, playing late at night. Uh, in the court documents, um, state police, when they went into her apartment after the murder, noted that the stereo was playing loudly. This was sometime between one thirty in the morning and 2.30, and they had to turn it down. Um, so that's what led to to this um,
0: so, so the prosecutors are alleging that uh, this was a neighbor dispute over noise and a barking dog and you know, loud music and stuff like that. That then uh, he, I guess, became so upset uh, that he he actually then ended up kind of texting several he, friends.
1: He he did. He texted or
0: uh, um, acquaintances, I guess they should yeah. be, and uh, you know, trying to trying to get some uh, some folks to, to show up. Uh, To help him out, and uh, I guess supposedly a couple of people either either showed up or didn't show up, but but did refuse to participate. Um, But then he ended up, I guess, finding one person in in Kenneth Rourke, who uh, prosecutors alleged uh, came over and I guess uh, participated. He he did. He uh, he
1: he solicited the help of a friend, uh, Kenneth Rourke, uh, an Army veteran, uh, honorably discharged, uh, and. got him to assist him. Um, According to the uh, court documents, uh, the police uh, 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 obtained surveillance of several surveillance, both public and private businesses, uh, residential, and they noted uh, that Rourke's truck was driving around in the area of the house. It was circling about three times uh, shortly before the murder. Um, they noted that it was a Toyota Tundra, um, and it appeared to be uh, appeared to have uh, distinctive uh, stickers on the car.
0: It was also a limited edition, so that uh, that that is correct. Brought down the sample of the number of uh, vehicles they had to look for.
1: They pieced together different uh, surveillance videos. They found certain facts from one video, and they coupled that with facts that they uh, obtained from other video. And finally, in one video, they find him parking the this Toyota Tundra truck. And now they still don't know who he is, and they see him see him leaving the truck with no gloves on. Um, He returns ten minutes later. Uh, They still don't know who he is, and he is wearing gloves. Now, one of the interesting things, according to the court docs, is that no fingerprints were found uh, in. Bruno's apartment. And that is where this uh, grisly murder occurred. It occurred in her apartment. It appears to have occurred. Um, on her couch. Uh, that was
0: where she was initially. So they uh, supposedly, uh, according to prosecutors, broke down the door. They
1: kicked in the door.
0: Um, it and then was, attacked her on the couch, and then she made her way outside. She Onto did. a balcony at some point.
1: Or, onto yes. the landing. landing. She made her way down the hallway from the third floor down to the first floor, made it to the landing, and, and then she made uh, statements about her dog. She said, my dog, my dog, and... Those were what the family had mentioned. With her last request was for the safety of her dog, and then she finally collapsed. Uh, e, uh, EMTs arrived. They take her to Saint Luke's Hospital. This is at one thirty in the morning on January twenty second, and then about an hour later, uh, she passes away. Uh, so, so, okay. so there Sensus, were no fingerprints. Camera. No fingerprints. Yeah. No fingerprints in the apartment. Um, they find another video, and in this video, uh, Kenneth Brock is returning to his vehicle, and he has gloves on.
0: He has gloves. So, so that
1: explains why, if he is the if he is responsible for this, or if he was in that apartment, uh, there were no fingerprints from mm-hmm.
0: him. And so this. Uh, the- As senseless as the whole thing was, it does seem to be a lot of good police work behind this, behind tracking these guys down. You started to get into it there, Mm -hmm. so at this point they have surveillance video of a truck that circled the area that's parked. A guy got out. Yeah, several different surveillance videos patched together. Mm -hmm. Uh, He returns with the gloves, Mm -hmm. so they know the the make and model of the car. They know what is about a six year six year window model range where you know all the trucks look the same. Right, and so then they they start looking in the database, right? Then statewide database. They looked into
1: the Registry of Motor Vehicles database and they determined that it was a Toyota Tundra uh, year either somewhere between 2007 and 2013, a limited edition model. They ascertained for the Registry of Motor Vehicles that there are 9,900 Toyota Tundras actively registered in Massachusetts. Only 7% of those are limited editions.
0: Uh, and from there, they had those two recognizable stickers. That, that they is correct. Yeah,
1: And then on the Saturday before the uh, arrests were made, so this was our last Saturday, they found the vehicle in front of Rourke's residence. Uh, and so that's what led them to, to him. Um, Rourke has a, a, a nickname of Wizard, and they found the... Uh, name wizard on um in the context of robert veris of robert veris correct
0: Um, but they had deleted their text messages between each other
1: that is correct and um so they couldn't um find veris's uh text messages but rourke uh carrier is verizon so they um verizon um, stores old messages stores even if you old, delete them on your
0: phone right they have them on the verizon servers for, for up to
1: seven days uh they quickly obtained a search warrant and on the sixth day they uh got the text messages where rourke is trying to recruit people uh to uh help uh Viveris out in this uh, in this incident
0: Yeah, so the whole thing is just, I mean, it's just terrible. I mean, you know, we see a lot of crimes or murders around here, and it often seems, I guess, not to too generalize, but that if you're not involved in crime in the town, like if you're not in that world, you're usually, you know, it's not going to happen to you. So this seemed like one of the few ones where, you know, it wasn't a gang on gang, you know, it wasn't. Uh, you know, two people who have already kind of been involved in violence, getting involved in violence again.
1: You're you're absolutely right. And um, I spoke to someone yesterday in a court, and uh, when I heard 49 stab wounds, I mean, immediately i it. It was so foreign to me that that um, the fir- on first blush, I, I, I didn't think it was true. But then I, I went through my memory, and I said, no, I distinctly heard him say 49 stab wounds. The first chance I had, I went up to the prosecutor, and I said, did I hear correctly 49 stab wounds? And he says, yes, that is correct. Um, I spoke to someone else a few minutes later, and— one of the elements of, and this is way down the road, this is when the case gets to superior court, one of the elements of a first-degree murder conviction is what is known as extreme atrocity. Uh, this certainly qualifies as being extreme atrocity. The, the other thing is that, um, that Rourke and ververis are charged under the uh theory murder theory of joint venture Uh, in other words that they did this together uh so they've been charged
0: with murder armed home invasion animal cruelty obstruction of justice and conspiracy
1: that is correct
0: And and then olivia alves has been charged with obstruction of justice as part of the portion of the witness intimidation statute.
1: And, and what that means for viewers is that she misled police when they questioned her.
0: All right. So now one thing I did want to get back to uh, briefly is uh, the dog. Uh, mm-hmm. As you said, those were her, her last words. It's a nine-year-old Shih Tzu. Lolita is mm-hmm. the dog. And uh, you actually got to see Lolita last I week. Did. And uh, she seemed to be in uh, recovering. Yes, well. she
1: did. She seemed to be on the mend. Um. All of us had a chance to, uh, to, uh, to watch her. Uh, it was a press conference to try to raise money for the dog's care, which the bills are going to be in excess of $1,000. The dog was barking away. Uh, it was a, um, a family member of, the, of uh, the, um, Ms. Bruno put the dog on the floor. And the dog was walking, walking around and uh, interacting with people, going up to people, sniffing them, barking, and then walking away. It looked like uh, the dog is uh, doing pretty well.
0: Um, and so they are raising money. Um, they are
1: raising money. The DA's office, when I called them about uh, details, they said that uh, any um, money that is not raised, uh, that they will uh, pay the rest of the dog's medical bills.
0: All right. So so what's up next? They, they're being held?
1: They're being held. Uh, this is obviously a case that's not going to be in, in New Bedford District Court or, or any district court in all probability, not in all probability, in certainty. This case will eventually get to uh, Fall River Superior Court uh, where, uh, where it'll be played out. Uh, police still have an awful lot of uh, investigating to do, and uh, we will be following it.
0: Is there any next court dates or anything coming up, or just kind of we're waiting right now just to find out when? Uh, I believe that... Uh That's all right. That's, uh, whenever there is a next court date, we'll be there. Kurt will be there, as he always is. Uh, so, yeah, this was uh, the, the tragic uh, murder of Chantel Bruno, again, a 34-year-old Wareham woman who'd been staying in New Bedford. And, again, uh, two New Bedford residents have been charged with her murder, and then uh, a third has been uh, charged in connection With the case. That is correct. So uh, thanks for coming on and uh, kind of help us explain it to uh, the listeners out there, Kurt. Thank you, Brenda, for having me.